Hello everybody, this is Kia from Wicked Majesty and you are listening to Tea and Terror Podcast, the show that entertains with true and fictional stories from beyond the grave for people who love horror. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Mask of Red Death series. For those joining in, I'll give you a little insight on the story. The Mask of Red Death is about a prince who is hosting a masquerade ball in order to avoid the deadly, the deadly plague that has been spreading throughout his kingdom. The story is basically an allegory about the inescapability of death in the midst of life. Regardless if you are a high-profile individual or a homeless person hustling the streets in order to get something to eat, everyone dies. It's one of the scariest fates we must all encounter. But it's also a reality that shows us as human beings that we must focus on what really matters in our lives. Who or what is truly important to you? What is it that is so important to you that you know in your heart that you can take this with you to the grave? And how much value would it really have then? And the people you surround yourself with, regardless if they are kin, how much do you really feel that they value you as a person? And when they say they love you, do they show it or are they just saying it? Materialistic things, we can't take to the other side because there's no value for them there. Memories are what will last longer than any currency in the world. Who do you have the fondest memories with? How often do you spend time with that person or those people? Time isn't guaranteed to anyone, young or old. Make every moment count. Savor it. Cherish it. Because anything can happen at any given second. Tonight, I present to you Part 3 of The Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. fashion. His plans were bold and fiery, and his conceptions flowed with barbaric luster. There are some who would have thought him mad. His followers felt that he was not. It was necessary to hear and see and touch him to be sure that he was not. He had directed in great part the movable embellishments of the seven chambers. Upon occasion of this great feat, and it was his own guiding taste which had given character to the masqueraders, he showed they were grotesque. There were much glare and glitter and piquancy 
Fancy, Alan Fantasm, much of which has been since, has been succeeded in Hermione. There were Arabic passions. There were many, there were much of the beautiful, much of the wanton, much of the bizarre, something of the terrible, and not a little of that, which might have excited Disgust. To and fro in the seven chambers, there stalked, in fact, a multitude of dreams. And these dreams, these, the dreams, writhed in and about, taking hue from the rooms and causing the wild music of the orchestra to seem as the echo of, of their steps. And Evan, there strikes the ebony, <coughs> the ebony clock, which stands in the hall of the velvet. And then, for a moment, all is still, and all is silent, save the voice. That concludes part three of The Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. Stay tuned next week for the final part of the series, and I will look forward to seeing you there. Sleep tight, tight, tight. Don't let the shadows fight, fight, fight.